Hello and welcome back to the Fellow Cast. This is episode number two of the Bring Your Own Bible series where Pastor Garth puts the story time, run through, read through, walk through the Bible into an audio format. And in episode one, we started off with the genealogies in the Bible, the, f- the five main genealogies in the Bible. And in this episode, we're going straight into the second big genealogy, uh, starting off where Pastor Garth ended off his last episode with the genealogy of Noah and his family after the flood. Thank you, Valdu. Yes, let's jump into the next big genealogy. And uh, this is a fascinating one. It's Genesis chapter 10. It's called in most of the Bibles as a heading, the table of nations. Um, And it speaks about the family of Noah from when they came off the ark with these three sons, Shem, Ham, Japheth. So again, let's look at the setting of it, remembering that this was written specifically to the first audience, the Israelites in the desert. They're about about to go into the promised land. They're about to go to the land of Canaan, right? The land of milk and honey. And and that word Canaan is going to feature quite big in this genealogy. Um, It's like a key word to unlock it. And I believe that's the main reason why he's actually telling them about this genealogy. Uh, about this family line all the way from Noah down to Abraham. All right. So also see where it kicks off from the previous genealogy in chapter 5, Genesis. It ends with Noah. It goes then into the story of the flood. And now we're coming out of the story of the flood. Um, Noah is planting in chapter 9 after the flood. He plants a vineyard and he gets drunk. And here comes this name Canaan for the first time now imagine you're an Israelite you're on the way to the land of Canaan and you hear the story it, it sounds quite a bit different for them there in the first place um, so it says he um, he planted the vineyard he made something with the produce of the vineyard he got drunk in his tent and then um, uh, Ham goes and calls his brothers and says hey Come check out dad. He's lying naked in the tent. And he makes fun of him. But when the other two sons come in, they honor their father. They take a a blanket between them, walk backwards so that they don't look at his naked body ashamed on the ground. And they cover him over. And then it says in verse 24, When Noah awoke from his wine and found out what his youngest son had done to him, he said, Cursed be Canaan. Canaan is his firstborn son, Ham's firstborn son. The lowest of slaves will he be to his brothers. He also said, blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem. May Canaan be the slave of Shem. Now Shem is going to become the father eventually of Abraham, um, which is the father of the Israelites. Um, So blessed be the father of the Israelites. May Canaan's descendants become the slaves of of the Israelites is basically what they hear. And may God extend the territory of Japheth. May Japheth live in the tents of Shem and may Canaan be his slave. Now Japheth again um, probably moved off the the clever guys say up there to Turkey and the parts of Europe more to the the, um, west. So may there be a partnership between those two brothers. May they have good relationship with one another um, is actually what he's saying. The, the one can live in the other one's tent. And subject to all of them will be this guy, Canaan. Um, 
So that's a very interesting jump then into the genealogy. So when we get into the genealogy, um, uh, it's first telling us about the Japhethites, um, that family line. And um, they became, the in chapter 5, from these, the maritime people spread out into their territories by their clans within their nations, each with his own language. All right, So probably over the Mediterranean, and there they go. They spread out. The Hamites are the real interesting guys in this genealogy. Because for the rest of the um, Old Testament, the Hamites' territory where they nestle and with Israel right in the center of it becomes the, the, the portrait of the story. That's going to be the neighbors all around the Israelites. The Hamites are the neighbors. Um, and unfortunately, the Hamites, they become the bad guys in the story as we read the Bible um, of the, from the Israelites' perspective. They become the guys who give them a hard time. So let's just check out some of the names from verse 6. The sons of Ham is... Cush in the first place. Now, um, in all the big prophetic books, um, Isaiah, um, Ezekiel, Jeremiah, uh, Cush is mentioned. Now, Cush is the upper regions or actually the southern part of the Nile River. Um, and um, from Cush, then we're going to see also descendants go and they actually settle Assyria and Babylonia, which is then between the Euphrates and the, um, and the Tigris River. Um, Mizraim uh, is eventually Egypt and the Philistines. Put and Canaan, the Canaanites, obviously. So even out of that first verse, we see these pockets of people that the Israelites are going to have to deal with for the rest of their life. Um, the sons of Cush are Seba, Havilah, Septa, Rama, and Sapteca. The sons of Rama, Sheba, and Dedan. Um, Dedan eventually becomes the, um, Saudi Arabia. Uh, Cush was the father of Nimrod, who grew to be a mighty warrior on the earth. Uh, when I read that, I don't actually read a compliment there. Um, I mean, this is the God who settled them in peace in the garden. Now, a mighty warrior, uh, he's going to be a fighter. You don't want to be around that guy. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Some of the translation says he was a mighty hunter in the face of the Lord, which sounds a bit more negative. It's like... Yeah, <laughs> and that is why it is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord. The first centers of his kingdom were Babylon, Erech, Akkad, and Kolna in Shinar. Now, Shinar is that plain between the Euphrates and the Tigris River. And um, uh, Babylon is eventually going to be a big part of the story for the Israelites. In fact, these guys are just going to hear now that Abraham comes from the territory of of Babylon. That's where God first spoke to his dad, and um, from there he moved up to the territory of Assyria, up the Euphrates River. So um, that's actually where the story is going to start for them with Abraham. Erech, Akkad, and Kalna, and Shinar. From that land, verse 11, he went to Assyria where he built Nineveh, Rehoboth, Er, Kala, Rezin, and all those. Um, is between Nineveh and Kala, and that is the great city. Mizraim was the father of the Ludites. So again, that's the Egyptians for us. Verse 15, Canaan was the father of Sidon. Sidon and Tyre is also a big part of the story right above Israel. So just the, the bigger context here again is Israel is going to be this light, a city on a hill that God says, right in the middle of really a dark people 
all of these nations walk far, far away from the Lord. And there's going to be a battle for the rest of the Old Testament between all these nations, the descendants of Ham and the descendants of Abraham. Um, then verse 17 lands in this. Later the Canaanite clans scattered and the border, uh, borders of Canaan reached from Sidon towards Gerar as far as Gaza and then towards Sodom, Gomorrah, uh, Adma and Zeboim as far as Lasha. That particularly, when we get to the story of Abraham and God gives him the promise and says, this is the borders of your land. This is the territory that I give you. Word for word, that's the territory that the Lord promises to give the Israelites. So now again, read it from that context. And you're an Israelite and you hear out of this whole genealogy, oh, this guy despised his dad. He dishonored his father. And out of that dishonoring on his generations further on, there's a curse. In other words, they choose to walk in this way, dishonor your parents, and this is the consequences. You become a slave to a people that's going to conquer your land. Uh, it's a massive, massive story. So when we speak about generational curses, this is, a, this is a huge one. It's a huge one. Just showing that if you choose to walk in a curse... It's going to be bad for you, but man, oh man, generations down the line, your people can really have a hard time. And God's perspective, blessings and curses, runs down the bloodline, and we choose how it's going to look. It's a big story. So out of this then, uh, into the Semites, the last portion, which basically lands then in Abraham. And it takes us to the story, uh, story of the Tower of Babel, how these guys then scatter from there on out. All right, so that's chapter 10. Again, I want to challenge you, go and read it. It's a lot of names. Don't try and even pronounce them in any way legible, hearable. <laughs> that's not the big story. Look in between the story and see what the real gem is in it, that God is setting the scene for what's going to take place from here on out. <laughs>